Is love enough to have a good relationship with someone? So many times we love people and then as we learn later, we cannot live without them, but we cannot live with them as well. So we know about relationship with other people from the Torah because the Torah talks to us about it a lot. And the Torah is using always the relationship that we have with God as a metaphor. So our relationship with God is no different than our relationship with other people. So just like we treat other people in different ways, we can treat God in different ways. Just like we relate to other people in different manner, we could relate to God in different manners. So what does Torah say about our relationship with other people? And what does Torah say about our relationship with God? I have two opposite feelings towards people around me, towards most of the people around me. One is love. Love is my desire to get close to someone. When I love someone, I want to be as close to them as possible, together with them as much as possible. That's love. My desire to unite with someone, my desire to, to be together with someone. And then my feeling of respect. What is respect? Respect is my desire to give a person his own space, whether it is physically or intellectually or emotionally. I say often, I disagree with your opinion, but I respect it. What does it mean? It means that I don't think you're right, but I am allowing you to do what you think you should do, or I'm allowing you to continue thinking the way you are thinking. Why? Because I'm giving you your space. Now, if I have a lot of respect for someone, it might even translate into me listening to their advice over my own objections. If I have a lot of respect for someone, I'll come to him for advice and he'll tell me to do something which I think is wrong. If I really, really respect him, I might even do what I think is wrong just because he advised it to me. If I don't have as much respect to him, I might not do what he thinks I should be doing, but I will allow him to do what he thinks he should be doing without stopping him. If I don't have respect for someone, I will interfere and tell them, no, 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 it's not how you do things. For example, when our children are born, when they're very little, we have a lot of love for them. Do we have respect for them? Eh, chances are we are not going to tell uh, our one-year-old baby, you know what, I know you want to be touching this uh, and I will let you do it because I respect your opinion because it might be hot or dangerous, whatever they want to touch. So we don't have respect for them. We don't allow them to do what they want just because they want it. We don't leave them room of their own. We dress them up the way we want to dress them, how, you know, whenever we want to dress them. We feed them when we think they need to be fed, not whenever they think they need to be fed. <laughs> we put them to sleep whenever we think they need to go to sleep, not whenever they think they, they go to sleep. That's how every parent treats his child. So... A parent has a lot of love for his children, but when they're little, he has very, very little respect. As this child grows up, it is actually one of the biggest challenges of parenting to start giving more and more respect to your children because at one point you need to step back. You need to say, listen, I know you are wrong, but I will allow you to make this mistake. Allowing a person to make a mistake is a form of respect. And then you might see that your children already have a lot of experience 
and maybe more experience in certain area than you do, and they might be more advanced in certain area. So you will tell them, you know what, I would do things very differently, but I trust your opinion, so do it the way you want. So it's already not that you are allowing them to make a mistake. You already don't think that they will make a mistake because you respect their opinion enough. So we have this feeling of love, which is my desire to get close to someone, and my feeling of respect, which essentially is leaving people their own space, allowing people to exist independently. If I have a lot of respect to someone, like there's a very famous person, there's a uh, very prominent leader of our country. Today, we probably don't have any prominent leaders of any country anymore because everybody hates their country's leader. But let's say, imagine there's a, there's a monarch. Would you run over to him, hug him and kiss him whenever you see him? Probably not. You would step back. Why? Because you have a lot of respect for him. And an extreme respect is called an awe, a feeling of awe or trembling. You might be in awe of someone. Oh, by the way, something. When you are traveling to a Great Canyon and you see these huge mountains or some other big formations, you will be in awe. You will step back. That is a form of respect, of extreme respect, and you are not interfering. You are allowing them to have their own space. So in order to have a healthy relationship with another person, you always need to have both. You need to have love and need to have respect. When we love someone, we don't allow them to have a space of their own. We want to be always together with them and we want them to do what we think is the best for them. This is why people who are in love always end up fighting with each other because I think that this is the best thing for you and because I love you, I want you to do it. But the other person does, doesn't think that this is the best thing for them. So that's why people who are in love end up fighting. And the only remedy for this is to combine your love with your respect towards this person, which means that you have a desire to get close with them and therefore you want to be always with them and you want them to do the way you think is right. But then you have to understand that this person might need some time to spend without you. You need this person to have some time on their own. You need this person to be able to make their own decisions, even if they contradict yours about their own well-being. So this is why love alone is never enough. You always have to have respect as well. And by the way, respect alone is also not enough. If I have a lot of respect for someone, but I don't love them at all, then I will give them their space. It will be nothing that draws me closer to them. I will stay back and I'll continue staying back. And we'll go now merry ways without having anything to do with each other. So in other words, we need to have a force that will pull us together. But then at the same time, we need a force that will be allowing us to have a safe distance from other people. Safe, not only for us, safe for them. Not to smother them, not to overrun them, not to ignore their own identity. So the same thing is with our relationship with God. The Torah is telling us that in our relationship with God, we need to have two components. Our love of God and our fear of God. Many people think that fear of God means being afraid of Him being afraid of what he's going to do to you. Well, if I am seeing a guy with a gun and I am afraid, I'm not fearing this person. I'm fearing the gun. <laughs> if I see a big, huge, dangerously looking guy walking towards me at night on a, in a dark alley, 
I'm afraid, but I'm not afraid of this guy. I'm afraid of what he's going to do to me. That's not called being fearing of him. That's called being fearing of his actions or his potential actions. Fear of God is not about fearing what God can do to you or might do to you. Fear of God means fearing him himself, which means fear, word fear in English, has two different connotations. One is being afraid of someone, and the other one is being in awe of someone. In Hebrew, by the way, there are two different words. Fear as being afraid in Hebrew is called pachad. Fear as an awe in Hebrew means yira. So whenever the Torah is talking about our relationship with God, the Torah is always saying yirat Hashem, awe of God, trembling before God, not being afraid for what God is going to do to you. Because being afraid for what God is going to do, I begin. I guess it's important because we believe in, in, in consequences of our actions and people who do wrong things should be punished. But this is not my relationship with God. This is my relationship with myself because I'm afraid for what's going to be to me. <laughs> it has nothing to do with God. Just like when a guy with a gun is moving towards me, I'm not afraid of him. It's not about him, it's about a gun. <laughs> or to, to be more precise, it's not even about the gun, it's about me because I'm concerned for myself. So my relationship with God is not based on what he's going to do to me. My relationship with God is based on him. Fear of God means awe of God, means huge respect for God. In my relationship with God, I need to have my love for God and I need to have my awe of God, my respect for God. What does it mean my respect for God? Just like when I go to someone for an advice and he tells me to do something and I, actually, I would do it differently. But because I respect him, I do what he says. So if I respect God, if I have an extreme respect for God, awe of God, then you know what? I would actually keep Shabbos on a Sunday. It's more convenient. I would actually think that pork is kosher. But if I have my feeling of awe towards God, I will listen to what he says because I respect him. And I need to have my love for God because just like to have any relationship with any person, I need to have at least some love for him. Otherwise, we'll, it'll be nothing that draws us close to each other. Otherwise, we won't have any, any relationship. I also need to have my love for God because this is what is going to help me create a connection with him. So this is why we sometimes end up hurting the people we love because we love them but we don't respect them enough. And this is also why we sometimes end up not listening to God even though we love him. We love God but we don't respect him enough. I know God said I should not be working on Shabbos but I don't respect him enough to change my lifestyle because of what he said. I know God said I should not be eating not kosher food, but I respect him enough not to eat pork or shrimp, but I'm not respecting him enough not to mix meat and milk. So the answer is we need to respect God, just like we need to respect other people.